Hi everyone, and welcome to the Warrior Goddess Witchcraft Podcast. I'm Teresa Edge, and today we'll be talking about the magic of opening your heart, which is Lesson 7 in the Warrior Goddess Training Book for those of you following along. So, to me, this lesson is actually the most pivotal, because it talks about the wisdom of the heart and compassion and loving-kindness. And this speaks directly to the goddess's journey, where we explore those qualities as they connect us to our magic, and it also aligns perfectly to the energy source of the heart chakra. Let's explore that first. The element of the heart chakra is air. Because it is the central chakra of the main seven that we work with, it helps us with balance and walking between the realms of the physical and spiritual. Here we learn to rise above the mundane and everything that wants to drag us down or keep us rooted when we need to fly. Forgiveness is a key example of this. That feeling of a weight being lifted off of your shoulders when you finally let go of the burden of anger or failed expectation, that is your roots being uplifted and your ability to fly comes upon you, okay? So the heart chakra teaches us that through unconditional love and compassion for others, we can accept others for who they truly are and in turn, and maybe most importantly, we can also accept ourselves. So it comes full circle. Now the experience of finally finding self-love and self-compassion and self-acceptance is what opens our hearts and allows our magic and unlimited possibilities to flow freely. As we discover in the goddess's journey, our connection to the sacred and to the source of our divinity and magic is empowered once we embrace ourselves as the physical embodiment of all that is sacred in and of itself. This is the enlightenment that we seek, this epiphany that opens the door to our unlimited power and wisdom. When we finally make that deep connection, we feel it on every level of our being. Our mental awareness expands. Physically, we feel more powerful. Our energetic bodies kind of tingle with that influx of sacred cosmic energy. And emotionally, we feel more whole and healed. Our truth and our purpose actually become more clear, and this paves the way to our ability to create fantastic and powerful magic. The more we work with the energy of the heart chakra and study the wisdom of the goddess's journey, the deeper we connect ourselves to our higher selves and all that is. A wonderful way to work with this energy is by practicing metta. This Buddhist meditation can be found on page 98 of the Warrior Goddess Training Book, and it is a fantastic way to open your heart to yourself and to others. I highly recommend not only incorporating this practice into your daily routine, 
but also creating a ritual with it. Consider perhaps once a month, maybe on each full moon, gathering your favorite correspondences related to the heart chakra, to love, to forgiveness and compassion, and calling in your guides and your deities if you work with deities to help you walk the path of loving kindness. Some ideas that you could use are a ritual bath with using rose oils or rose petals, maybe um, some pink candles or heart-shaped candles, or you could make a list of all the people you wish to offer forgiveness to. And by the way, if you do that, please include yourself on that list because self-forgiveness is huge. And take that list and burn it in a consecrated fire which allows the smoke to rise up and your wishes will be sent up into the cosmos. Or you could simply create an altar dedicated to love that you use to start every day and you use it as a reminder to live and act in loving kindness that day and every day. So just you know, pick one of those or create your own wonderful way to create a ritual around the practice of Metta. There are really endless possibilities in how to incorporate the Metta practice into your craft. So just really find one that resonates the most with you and truly explore how deeply you can open your heart through the experience of ritual. Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk about a crucial component to help us walk the path of loving kindness and forgiveness and learning to release what doesn't serve us. I'll be right back. Hey everyone, welcome back. So I want to talk about this idea of releasing what doesn't serve us because that phrase gets said a lot in our spirituality and no one really dives into just what it means or what it takes to do it. Perhaps there are some people out there who can literally drop a bad habit or a bad behavior and just walk away and never look back. But for those of us dealing with issues and agreements and beliefs, that have been causing us harm or trauma or creating misguided behaviors. Um, you know, there's a lot more to it than just creating um, an intention and casting it, you know, to the moon, the full moon or the new moon, whatever you use and saying, you know, be gone. No, releasing what doesn't serve us is not a passive cliche that we simply say once a month. You actually have to do the work of releasing. And there are three major steps, I believe, in doing this. So the first step involves awareness and recognition. You first have to become aware of what it is that is wrong or that is pulling you down or that is keeping you from accomplishing your desires. You really have to um, name it. You have to recognize it as something that actually needs to be released. And this can be really, you know, much harder than it sounds. We can know on a surface level that some things in our lives aren't serving us, 
or they're actually causing us pain. But to really dive deep and go to the source of it, the root of it, can be traumatizing for some people. It takes an acute level of dedication and honesty to fully look at our lives and admit what actually needs to go. Because you know, it can be people that we love, but who are toxic. It can be a dream job we finally were promoted to, but it's costing us our personal lives and freedom. It can be anything that at one time we wanted so badly, we wanted it with all our hearts, but it turned into something that's actually draining us of all our energy and ourselves. One thing I've learned in dealing with my own issues is that awareness isn't given, it's earned. You have to struggle past the false stories and beliefs, the bad habits and repetitive behaviors that are causing you to be your own worst enemy. But if you do the work, if you work up your courage, you take a deep breath and you walk through those shadows, you'll come out the other side better for it. You will know what the next step is that you need to take. You will have an appreciation for how far you've come. And you'll have a renewed sense of self and self-respect, knowing how strong of a person you really are. And you'll need that knowledge of your own capabilities because the next step in releasing is taking action to change your current reality. Cut the toxic people out of your life. Quit that job that causes you to have no other priorities in your life. No, it's not always going to be easy, but it can be done. You have to find the resources you need. You have to create a community of support. And you have to make major changes to your lifestyle and fully commit to putting yourself first. You have to create boundaries and have the fortitude to enforce them. It may take everything in your being to do this. It may feel like the end of everything you've known, and now you're facing a very terrifying unknown. And that's true, you are. But whereas before you were told how to live your life, you were pushed into putting others before yourself, now you get to write the story. Now you get to dictate what you do and how you do it and what that means to you. You give yourself the freedom to finally live your own life. It's a battle, a very long, hard-fought battle for some of us, but the victory is the claim of authenticity and using our skills as a warrior goddess witch, victory is never an if, but a when. And this brings us to our third and final step, because when we finally gain our freedom and authenticity, and we finally release what doesn't serve us, we must replace that with what does serve us. When you cut the cords and remove that negative energy that nested inside of your energetic body, you must fill that void with something positive. 
So replace the toxic people with supportive people. Replace a toxic job with a life-affirming job. Whatever it was that you released must be replaced with something that nourishes you, uplifts you, supports you, loves you and accepts you, encourages you, and most importantly, empowers you. And it has to be given all the time and energy that you gave to the toxic and negative things that you released. Your energy goes to that which you give your attention. So when you finally do the work and release what doesn't serve you, you have to then put your energy to work toward all that does serve you every single day. So the next time you set your intention to releasing all that doesn't serve you, remember there's more to it than simply wishing upon the moon and thinking just because it's your will that it will be done. Magic helps those who do the work to help themselves. Let me know your thoughts on this by dropping me a line on the Warrior Goddess Witchcraft Facebook or IG page. This is a topic I'd really like to dive into and get your thoughts on. And until then, I wish you all a beautiful and blessed Dark Warrior Moon. And may the magic you make truly make your life magical. Many blessings on your journey. Thank you.